We need small businesses. And right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Files Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. And welcome to This Feels Terrible. I'm your host, Erin McGathy. Today on the podcast, I have the super funny and talented Allison Agusti. She's written for Late Night with Seth Meyers, The Emmys, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Making History. And she's just super super funny and so fun to talk to. We had this conversation on her patio in uh, East Los Angeles back in May with two glasses of rosé or multiple glasses, maybe bottles. Maybe we each had a bottle of rosé. Uh, we, we just had a We had a time. We had a we had a beautiful time. Um, this was a really relaxed and fun conversation. Uh, but even though it was really relaxed and fun, it gets it gets to some pretty dark places as as well. Um, that sounded like a warning. It's not, I'm just saying it's not, it's not a fully frothy conversation. We also learned that we are more or less the same person, uh, or at the very least have a very similar relationship with our mothers. We also enjoyed this conversation so much that after this, we went and got dinner and then went for drinks after, which I don't know what, what you're meant to do with that information as a listener. Just know that I had a really wonderful time doing this podcast. I always have a great time, but, um, I uh, I hope that it comes through. I hope you feel like you are drinking glasses of rosé with us as well. In fact, if you have rosé handy, uh, maybe if you have some in your glove compartment, if you're driving, kidding, kidding, of course, I'm kidding. Um, and that would be a terrible, terrible crime, though a very small part of me would admire someone who had rosé in their glove compartment. Uh, I digress. <laughs> um, I don't, don't do that. Grab a glass of wine or a glass of water or just someone you love. Listen to this episode and enjoy it. Also, Allison's dog, Harvey, makes a few appearances on the podcast. Uh, you'll hear us referencing him a few times. He's What's happening during the podcast is he's, he's running around on the patio and kind of jumping up and getting tangled in my cords, uh, which is which was really adorable. And I know you don't have a visual for that. So I'm going to post a picture of him on the This Feels Terrible Instagram. Uh, so there. Um, but before you check that Instagram, or you could do it simultaneously, please enjoy with some rosé this conversation on the patio with Allison Augusti. at the tail end of a cold so I still sound like a little boy a little bit <laughs> a little boy you yeah. don't sound like a little boy oh gee like I can't <laughs> colds, colds just make you I very old timey and yeah, you just start I, sp- selling newspapers yeah I always lose my voice and um I did this time yeah which is great yeah which is like fun <laughs> um does it does it seem sexy at all a little bit to lose your voice or does it just is it just super frustrating i think um, i've only lost my voice once yeah it's well i i certainly am not pulling off making it sexy i just like wanna 
like do famous movie quotes. That's yeah. kind of my like, move. Like like which? Like um, like I love Dirty Dancing, and when babies mm. like I'm scared of walking out of this room and never feeling the way I do <laughs> when I'm with you. And it's great when your voice is very cracky and yeah, it's so it's a great joy. But it's, very good. it's not sexual because that's <laughs> not really my vibe. <laughs> Just in general? Just in general. I think you have a sexy vibe. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think I'm more just apologizing for being alive most of the time. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm sure there's there's a whole <laughs> section of the internet. Where they're like, like oh, yeah. Yeah. Apologize. Ooh, moving out of the way. That's my whole <laughs> little subsection. It's like redheaded girls with glasses and then like girls women apologize <laughs> oh sorry and just like moving out of doorways <laughs> like getting out of the way at a party oh uh yeah I, I, that's isn't that like uh most of us in general to to a certain extent like, <laughs> for we're, sure we're conditioned as women to be like oh no i'm oh don't touch like, oh oh god Har- oh harvey <laughs> did he just stop the whole thing <laughs> no um so sweet no for sure yes and i think you know I think we all have to come to that realization like, oh, I'm so awkward. And no, you're not. Everyone yeah, is yeah. terrified feel, all the time. I feel very dumb just making like a huge sweeping statement about No, like but I, I completely agree with that. You know, like I, I do think everyone feels weird. Everyone has a their time when they're just like standing by the jackets, you know, at a party. <laughs> just like, oh, I'm just waiting for my friends. I'm over here by the jackets. Yeah. That's a text I send all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm by the jackets when you get here and I can face everyone. I went to, like, when I first moved to L.A., I was invited to this. Oh, sorry. The mic the mic cord has fallen out. Uh, I'm only going to do that four more times. <laughs> Truly not your fault at all. In fact, it's insane that I have not replaced these cords on this hey. trip because they keep on. Both of them have problems um <laughs> their own issues but i've been with them for so long it feels it feels weird to just doesn't it feel weird to throw away electronics even it do- though i have all of my old phones mm. where it's one i don't know what to do with them <laughs> and the same thing with laptops yeah where it's like what am i supposed to do with this yeah and i feel like there's stuff on there that i don't care about but also don't want to just right it feels weird yeah you're so intimate with your devices mm-hmm. you know in a, in a thousand years it'll seem like our generation and teenagers especially communicated not at all there yeah. will be no evidence of for sure communication yeah except for some people who journal mm-hmm. and probably ironically yes where it's like this isn't real yeah you were just doing this to take pictures of it and post it on tumblr yes um oh i was gonna say i was just i, I literally was just reminded of this because as I was walking to your place, someone, I, I told you who I ran into, but I like, ran into, oh, <laughs> so he's gonna, Doug Harvey is the <laughs> sweetest creature and is very interested in podcasting. Oh and just, my like, God, loves the, it. <laughs> the way everything is hooked so up. Get me in here. <laughs> he wants to, we need to give him like a fake mic, like you would give a toddler a mm-hmm. Nintendo controller and be like, it's totally hooked <laughs> yeah, up. Look at you're you, you're racing, it. you're racing. <laughs> Um, I yeah because I ran into we're talking like like people's size and stuff. The person I ran into, she dated a um, do it. a celebrity 
who I will who I will not name. Okay. I will t- I'll tell you. But she dated a celebrity who's especially tall, and okay. I was at a party. I may have said this on the podcast before because I'm obsessed with it, but just size wise, like he's very tall. Kareem and- Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to bleep it out now. <laughs> anyway, he's like he's a comedian and like he's he's like a his his uh, his character is is like a beta male character, but I was at a party once where he walked through a sliding glass door. What? Like a full sliding and hit it at an exact angle that shattered the sliding glass door yeah. and it was this huge noise and it was like a, a fancy party and it was <laughs> everyone was like so and so walked into the door it's unreal <laughs> how often that happens like People in just the world into doors. yeah I saw it I, my mom oh. used to make me go to like uh, dinner in a, in a bad play things a lot <laughs> And like I, a purposefully bad play? No, like um, just Community a really theater. bad version of Heidi. Or, you okay. know, when, I don't know you that would eat. a good version of Heidi. <laughs> right. And then you'd eat a roast chicken with my mom. And, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you say this like everyone does that. Oh, sure, right? This yeah. is a common experience. <laughs> the chicken, is, especially. Yes. But, like, the, they. The like community theater in right. in my hometown had a like, and you're from the ranch right. Rancho Cucamonga. Oh right, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah Inland Empire. I know that's from the Doughboys mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Just how yeah, um, uh, but yeah, he just walked right into a wall of glass and shattered it, and uh, it was not good. Like yeah. definitely didn't know what was happening. Uh, it's insane, but. So embarrassing. Yeah. Especially when you feel embarrassed about your size. That that celebrity who walked into the door, who's a, who's a comedian, I saw him at another party like a year later, mm-hmm. and I was a little toasty. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't mean just warm. Uh-huh. <laughs> just a little. I'd had too many drinks, and I saw him and felt like I knew him. And sure. <laughs> and, I saw and, you really embarrassed. Yeah. Yourself. And I've seen your TV shows. <laughs> We're such good friends. Yeah. I saw him and I said, I was at that party where you walked into the window. Yeah. How crazy was that? <laughs> just like bringing it up. And he looked at me and said, I don't know why you would bring that up to me. Like, I don't know yeah. why you would say that to me. And walked away. And I was like, well, well that's fair a, enough. Fair enough, but also what a dick response, right? I, 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 I don't know. Who do, I, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I. I obviously have not been around myself when I've been very sure drunk and super uh, I don't know enthusiastic yeah. to talk to people that but I you, don't know. You did see an insane thing. It was insane. What the thing that did that that was that was insane is just like his you'd think like he doesn't he's not like a macho guy. Yes. He's somebody who makes fun of himself a lot. Yes. But it's funny, like, even somebody who is constantly making fun of how gangly or tall they might be right. <laughs> is still humiliated at a party where there are a bunch of, where Isla Fisher is yes. in the other room. Right. Which, it was weird that she was there. That is, it's weirder that she was there than he ran yes. into that class. <laughs> um, there, I have to bite my tongue. If someone is Six four taller. I mm. just want to ask them how tall they are. Yeah, I I just <laughs> stop being a considerate person. I know that's a question you get all the time, but I don't have the answer to it. Yeah, but it's funny. Why do we ask that all the time? Do we think that someday it's going to be like twenty feet? Yes. <laughs> and we're be like, whoa, that's what it's saying. Yes. Or they're just going to say one house and a half. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like elephant, elephant size. Oh my God. That would be great. Yeah. It's like, I'm the height of a Clydesdale. That's <laughs> <laughs> the, the exact height of me. That's yeah. how I uh, tell people. Like people who are tall, it, it's, it's, it's such a crazy thing because it's, it's such a sought after quality for, right. For, for I think for both genders more so for men obviously yeah. I'm a tall woman and when I was growing up I really hated it yeah but now now I'm fine with it um because the weight gets distributed <laughs> more than it would otherwise. well and there's such a long time for boys to catch up to you mm. too mm-hmm. right like you girls go through puberty sooner I just remember yeah. towering over everyone oh yeah and I'm not tall but like fourth grade I was so tall in comparison <laughs> yeah I I when I was ten years old, I remember that I was the same height as like six other girls in my class, and we were all five feet. And then the next year, I was five foot ten, and was taller than anyone yeah. in my in my class. And there are pictures of me where it looks like I'm like the like student teacher watching mm-hmm. over the students. And I just felt yeah, I felt like I couldn't hide. And yeah, yeah. Um, are you still five? Are you five ten or did you grow I'm more? Five ten? No, I'm five ten. I just you just kept off right <laughs> there. Ele- I'm the same height I was when I was eleven. Literally. Wow! Yeah. Oh man, that's intense. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, very tall. I'm and five was- six, and just assume anyone that's taller than me is seven feet tall. <laughs> like, <I> just, <laughs> like you're at least six foot. You project height. I, um, <laughs> Which is, that was just backed up spit. That wasn't me being offended by you saying that. Um, really? Yeah. I feel very, I have terrible posture. I'm very slouchy. I don't, I mean, maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe like from far maybe away. Maybe making yourself smaller. I have not noticed that you are slouchy. Okay. But maybe it's as subtle as like, oh, that person looks like they're trying to be shorter. Yeah. So they must be tall. Oh. Anyway, anyway, this is Heightcast. This is Heightcast. <laughs> We're just going to be doing that. Name a celeb. I'll guess how tall they are. Seven foot. Across every, the board. Every person Tom Cruise, is seven foot. Seven feet. <laughs> oh. So you're... So let's talk about dating. Let's talk about dating. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, and and love. We're drinking rosé. We're drinking rosé. The drink of love. Yeah, and I've had <laughs> so much more than you. <laughs> Fifteen minutes in, I'm like, stop drinking that. <laughs> Chill out. Uh, I think I think it's totally fine. I've had a I've had some embarrassing um, exchanges when while recording this podcast oh, sure. where I misunderstood and thought that we would both be drinking. And yeah. Then sometimes people were just being polite. And yeah. The drink is just sitting there, and then I feel it's like. Come um, probably rightly so like an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like we're getting in there we're really talking about feelings we're talking about relationships yeah get kind of drunk yeah get a buzz on at least <laughs> um true the last podcast i did um i went to brunch first and then they pushed up the time mm. so i was I was drunk and just trying not to be, which yeah. I think is always the worst move. <laughs> it's so obvious that you're you're just hanging in there and not fully paying attention. So yeah, it is funny. Like the more if you're at a certain level of drunk, you will pretend to not be drunk. Whereas if you're just yes. like a little buzz, you'll be like, "Oh, I had a couple of drinks. Yeah. That's fine." I'm like, but if you're on. super drunk, you're like, "Hi, I was yes. just, just taking care of children. I was flying children in a plane. I was meeting with nuns and." <laughs> doing charity work and I have to make direct eye contact with you and not blink 
so that I don't fall asleep. Yes. That's just my move. Yeah. When I'm trying not to seem drunk. <laughs> I'm fine. I have my life together. You seem totally fine. Okay. Huh. <laughs> what were you so what what were you like as a teenager? What was I? Um I I think similar I have I think I was I slouched even more and I had um <laughs> height cast <laughs> height cast gonna bring it up again um I had really bad acne and like very low self-esteem mm-hmm. so I like didn't do a bunch of stuff and didn't have a ton of confidence yeah it's like a good student but didn't do anything other than that and, and like academic stuff like, yeah right right yeah didn't kiss a boy until I was 17 I yeah right there with you <laughs> when did you when did you have like your first crush my first crush um I went to a very small elementary school and there were like three hot dudes <laughs> <laughs> and it is so funny to think about the hot dudes I in know. elementary school because what you were picturing in your head I know. are seven-year-old boys it's just a little boy <laughs> yes. so um the first like hurts my heart like mm. can't breathe when he's around crush was this guy oliver lassone oh. he was argentinian and he parted his hair right down the middle. He was very small. And he played soccer. Nice. And I loved him. I loved him, like, elementary school, junior high, part of high school. Oh, what did you love about him? He was, I mean... He was a fast runner. He was a fast runner. He had, like, very big eyes, <laughs> which I was into. Um, he was very handsome and small. Like, something about... <laughs> <laughs> There's manageable like not not threatening yes. there was yeah. something very attractive about how small he was <laughs> interesting um and he spoke spanish which right i thought you know was great exotic yes yeah so that was i just i was very focused on him ages <laughs> like 10 to 16 i think i understand this the small thing my my first crush would have been exactly the same thing except not Argentinian yeah. he was very small yeah. and he had a chili bowl haircut sure. yes <laughs> like parted on the middle like Jonathan Taylor Thomas yes I mean yes a similar vibe Ollie's hair was like super shiny and blonde <laughs> it was very I just was so into it and just like a helmet to his head and I yeah. loved it did you did he know that you liked him oh like, yeah how did, <laughs> how, yes. did, how did he know well um I tend to go real creep when I <laughs> like I'm not I don't handle it well so I would like lurk and just stare at him <laughs> and, um, did you like, think anything was going to happen um, or were you just no didn't I know how to deal with how yes. you felt I think I was aware that it wasn't going to happen mm. but I do remember a school dance dancing with him and him being like hey if Amber Pankowski wants to dance with me I'm going to yeah walk away <laughs> that's nice of him to let you know like I'm just gonna be clear where <laughs> my I... heart is at that's with Amber Pankowski I'm passing the time yeah then I just remember being like okay and then just going and crying oh but that was yes he was definitely very important to me for so <laughs> long so long such a torch did ever did other kids notice your crush like was it a thing I don't know I don't think so 
I think it was very secret, but also obvious. Mm -hmm. Like I just was not cool around him, which is my move now is just (laughs) to be really weird and then get drunk and then blame whatever I do on being drunk. Right. That's kind of how I flirt. (laughs) And it doesn't work great. (laughs) Uh, Has I mean, you have a boyfriend right now. How long have you guys been together? Um, It's still super new. It's like three months. Gotcha. Where he's where he's perfect. Nothing could (laughs) ever be wrong with him. (laughs) What are the like? Do you do you have any like recent memory stories about like I don't know like the contemporary getting missteps in in Um, flirting? You know what? Well, my thing now. Um, is like is I have have not made a move a first move ever like oh, I okay. um, will love you from afar and just <laughs> go to my grave or I'll date someone that asked me out because I just I've never initiated why do you think that is I think it's just blatant like fear of rejection don't want to Right. Don't want an Amber Pankowski situation. <laughs> Does it all go back to that Amber Pankowski I don't, conversation, literally? Or was there another know. time when you put yourself out That's there? That's something was... that I remember so clearly. Um, I, I think it is just being overprotective of my heart, I guess, or of yeah. my feelings. But I, <laughs> it's not great. But right. I don't, I just would never. I would never put myself out. I would never be like you. Yeah. But I've also, I feel like if I'm vibing on someone, it usually works out. Right. In some way. Yeah. It's interesting, like, because, well, I, I guess, I, I mean, I, I don't think of you as a super aggressive person. <laughs> yeah. But you're also somebody, I think, if you wanted to be aggressive, you, you definitely could be oh man I feel like I run that risk like I just feel like I'm such a creep and I just feel like if I make that first move it's gonna be like you're going to I'm gonna do get something maced kind or of something <laughs> like I don't you just immediately yeah I don't know start fondling balls yeah like, what you, and where it's like do you like this <laughs> just jerking them off is this Man, I said want? grande or venti. I know, and it's like, uh, um, yeah, I don't think, like, on a base level, I know how to flirt at all. Oh, Harv, yeah, oh. touch that. Oh. Touch all that stuff. <laughs> um, Maybe you've never had to learn. I guess not, you know? I yeah. And I've also um, just been a series of, like, long relationships like I, I feel like my all my whole 20s is like year plus relationships and like mm. little things here and there but um up until my most recent breakup when I went on a real like three month fuck tour <laughs> I just hadn't really like dated like yeah. tinder made it so easy for me because it's like we are here for a purpose right. you know yeah there's like, no misunderstanding yeah it's not right. like yeah i'm not hitting on you in so, at a party or something right it's like we are showing up because our five photos appealed to the other person <laughs> <laughs> now let's make out near my car 
<laughs> near my car. Yeah. I'm like, Deep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> that makes it sound like you don't want to let out. Yeah. Let on like which car is yours. Right. Like, I don't want you. It's a Prius. I don't know, want you to know which of these three Priuses <laughs> it is. Um, when was the first time that you had like a mutual thing where you had to like deal with somebody liking you and you um, liking them? My first boyfriend was like junior year of high school and that was I thought that was a miracle that like <laughs> I, I like someone who likes me back yeah and then we dated for so much longer than we should have we dated for like five years oh wow yeah yeah why why did you guys date for so long um I think that like do you go to the same college no oh oh no you were one of those yeah where it's like what are we doing <laughs> um Tell me if you agree with this. I just feel like that first relationship, you don't know that you can break up with them. Yeah, yeah. My, my first relationship, I just thought, it because it did feel like such a miracle, because the first time mm-hmm. that you fall in love with somebody and they fall in love with you. Yeah. And just the way that movies are written. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and also the way that children's movies are written. Sure. Rarely in a children's film are they going to show someone like dating many people and then figuring out what they value in a relationship. <laughs> like, okay, I know what I need. I need yeah. someone who's more communicative. Yeah. It's typically someone in a tower and then they meet <laughs> someone who's nice to them. Um, but it. usually maybe mean at first. Who knows? Oh, sure. Yeah. And then it's like, well, that person likes me and I guess I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. They're not an evil lord. Right. I will. Let's They're being moderately okay to me. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably nothing else out there because totally. you haven't experienced, you haven't dated around in the field when yes. you're 17 years old. Totally. Yeah. And I also just didn't think I would ever get that again. Right. Like in my head, I knew that we weren't going to end up together. I knew that like I did not meet my person in... AP bio, but um, <laughs> probably because you were in AP bio. <laughs> yes, because we were two fucking know. nerds. <laughs> um, uh, AP bio is a very difficult. It was AP so class. hard. I did not pass the AP class, the AP test. I passed the class. I was fine in the class, but like the test, not great. Which has been a dark shit. I, I don't know if I've said that out loud ever. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that. I got a two. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, yeah, I, we both, we both went to high school in Southern California and I'm assuming that like our, the AP classes were kind of similar. I did not take AP bio. I took other AP classes, but the people that were in AP bio, it was a known thing that it was like really, really hard. hard. So hard. Yeah. Um, and I, and an AP class is advanced placement and you get college (laughs) credit if Mm. you get a three or higher. Three or higher. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Not even close. I got a two. I mean, but there was no, yeah. there's no world. I think they just give everyone a two. They don't want to give you a one because they know you're right. a dork and you'll kill yourself. <laughs> if you fail, if you fully fail. So it's like, you got a two. You were close. Um, yeah. And then the year after I took environmental science mm. because that's, come on. Yeah. The that's easy the, one. Yeah. That's like when you're a nerd, but you don't, you're not a science nerd. Right. That's right, the right. one you take. Yeah. Um, but like, and I, um, that relationship I remember with such fondness because it is like the only time I'm going to love someone so unconditionally. And so like completely first love, first love. And, um, yeah. And we broke up 
when I was 22 and I was like, it's over. <laughs> I'm just so old. <laughs> I'm never going to find anyone. It's over. I mean, some truth in that. Some truth in that. <laughs> I mean, uh, what, what was, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, though I do want to stop saying I'm kidding on the podcast because I say it so frequently and it's so obvious. When I and say. how insane would it be if I took offense to that? If I really well, thought you were what I was imagining was someone listening. Like I was imagining an 18 year old who's listening. Yes. Who's in a college relationship where they're like, well, there's probably nothing yes. else. And then they're like, oh, some truth to that. Right. Which I mean, does it? It, it is that there's something so cruel in it. It doesn't really matter what advice you give 18-year-olds. Like, they can't hear it. <laughs> this is very I true. certainly didn't, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. no, they think their life is over. Yeah. It's fine. Feel that. Yeah. I remember it took no me... No one has ever loved <laughs> this intensely. <laughs> it's you do not understand. <laughs> and, like, I just remember it took me seven or eight months before I could go to the bathroom, like, just pee uh, without starting to cry. Like wow. after we broke up, like I felt it because you guys were so deeply super into water sports. <laughs> yes. I just reminded he, you, yes, or like But just as I'm completely alone in the bathroom. Oh, I see. Okay, oh, it was before geez. smartphones, and it was right. just like he's never coming back. <laughs> so yeah. So what what happened? He he broke up with you. He did, which is you know been my mo since. <laughs> just like, <laughs> but um. He, but why did he just like a mercy kill? It was just of course, yeah. It was just like he had graduated from college. He was a year older, Mm. so he was like twenty three, and I was graduating. And it was just like we were completely different people. There was just nothing keeping us together. Um, And he—that's what he said. (laughs) Like I'm just saying. How often did you see each other? Um. Towards the end, maybe like every other week, and he lived in LA, and oh, I okay. went to school in the. That's kind Empire. of a lot. Right? Yeah. yeah, but um, it was just there was just n- nothing other than we had at that point. It felt like we had known each other for so long, you know. Yeah. yeah. But um, and you had dated for a fifth of your life, or whatever. totally, yeah. and had and it does scare me how much I was just like I'm just gonna let myself go and this is it and he's stuck with me <laughs> 22 <laughs> just like this is it yeah even though I knew that like that shouldn't scare you though because you, you didn't you truly did not know any better right it was really all you knew right it's like if you never had fruit ever <laughs> yes and then someone gave you a rotten peach you'd be like, like this is good yeah this is very cool yeah. <laughs> like I it came off of a tree like a while ago <laughs> yeah. oh my god uh yeah you, you don't you need to you don't even know what kind of for sure you want yes you know? and also someone who was like he was very kind and sweet but i would put our our personality match at like 40 percent you know right right it's like at that point that felt fine you know or like of course yeah you know and there's obviously still so much value to yes your first relationship it doesn't make it bad at all it's cool that you were like two just two kids just two kids yeah um and he was a great I think I I lucked out first boyfriend wise like was Mm -hmm. just a good kind weirdo yeah he lives in east la now he grows Uh, his own crops does he have a chicken 
I think the last time I talked to him, we are not, we, I feel like we touch base maybe <laughs> once a year, maybe. Okay. Um, Do you ever run into him? No. He's like so East. He, okay. <laughs> he's. Do you mean spiritually or, or like geographically? Geogra- like we're not running in the same circles in any way. Okay. It feels like there's so much more to this. No, like I'm trying to think of where he even looked. He lives like past Highland Park. Okay. okay. You know, where it's right, like right, we're not right. running into each other at the grocery store. And yeah, he's not okay. a comedy person. Right. Um, so it would it would be insane to me if I just saw him. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but like he, I know he wants to live fully off of the land in East LA. Gotcha. It's, um, so I'm sure chickens are that's in cool. his future, right? <laughs> like they kind of have to be. Yeah. Um, that seems right. Mm. Um, but yeah, he was great. He was a great first boyfriend. And then when. Did, when did you realize that it was not that like there was more to life than um when than how did him? you how did you get over that well you know what we did sadness? this also feels like early love because I'm not someone who stays friends with my exes but we mm-hmm. became super close like where we really? just stopped having sex yeah but we're like best friends wasn't that super painful not you? not at all like really I think like right away that was there not, any break there must have been like some kind of break some kind of break but not or maybe, okay not a ton and unless I'm remembering this completely wrong I just like didn't leave him alone <laughs> it was just sort of like well you but you did say you would cry every time you pee yeah. so were you like cry, like hanging out with him during that, that must time have been a were, part of it it's funny right. how this was everything to me and I don't really remember now but um Yes, so there must have been a point where it was hurtful, but I was still doing it. I remember we went... Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> where it's like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, um, I know this is hurting me. I can do nothing else. I'm, I'm, a, I'm literally addicted to this. I'm just going to keep doing it anyway. Which is why taking time apart is really important. It's so important. 60 days. 60 days, f- at least. At least. I, I say was, more. Sure. I've gotten to that 60-day mark and been here's like... Here's the trick, is that after... But <laughs> I'm referring to I got the 60 day idea and I do not think that this is a perfect book but <laughs> Greg Barrett and his wife yes is it it's called a breakup because it's broken yes yes <laughs> yes which is a great title and it's a it's an okay it's an okay book it's an okay book yeah the jokes are very embarrassing yes and I agree the weird little activities in it are very embarrassing yes genuinely the only thing that I remember from it really is that it wasn't great but the advice in that book and this was during the time when I was I was reading just every single yeah. love self-help book mm-hmm. that was available to me because I was going through a breakup and I was just like must as as like we a nerdy as like, same. An, <laughs> as like as like a nerdy AP kid like there yes. must be a way to if I can just like do the math I'll yes, figure out yes exactly yeah. what is what is the what is the equation for for not um, yes. eating so much ice cream yes <laughs> and on that book it's a fucking I know I, I actually cream. just said that because it's on the book <laughs> because like when I am going through a breakup I could not be sexier because I do not eat same and I oh only my God. exercise me too I wake <laughs> up at 6 a.m. and I just 
go for a run and I don't eat. I forget. Yeah. It's the only I time. I have to like make myself eat. And yes. everyone's like, you look amazing. You look great. And it's like, I am <laughs> I am dead. So sad. I am so sad. Every <laughs> me being all I'm thinking about right now is my ex. That's yes. all I am thinking about. I am talking to you, but I have my hand oh on my, my God, phone that is in same. my purse. Yes. And if it buzzes, I'm, I do not care who I am talking to. I will to. punch I will you in the face <laughs> so that I can look at my phone. Yes. And it's yeah. so fun. Yes. So that book, but the great takeaway of that book is just, bitch, he does not want to hear from you. That's yes. all it is. Well, and also, yeah. And this, so, so they recommended that book when you're going through a breakup and it's good for just both parties. Yes. Not speaking for 60 days. Yes. It's, it's so hugely helpful because, because you actually have to make your body not addicted to this person. Totally. You have to just... And after 60 days, you don't, you don't you, feel the same. Right. And it, I and think a good perspective, a thing that helps me a lot, cause I've been dumped so many times, just so <laughs> many, but a thing that helps me a lot is just remembering that my chemical, my brain is being denied. I don't mean, I'm laughing out of, no, 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 please. out of shared experience. You don't apologize. <laughs> I, this is my command, I guess you <laughs> don't apologize. Like, it's it's funny and it's fine. Yeah, yeah and don't yeah. and so don't say just kidding anymore. Thank you. Because even if you're being serious, it's fine. Good. How crazy would it be if I was like, how dare you say that it's over for me? How dare you? Um, no, it would be it would be my it would be my um, Gallagher Mark Marin moment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you just, just put down the mic. Are we and, cool? Hey, what's going on? Oh, sorry, I'm out of Gallagher. here. Gallagher, 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 please. <laughs> Did you leave a watermelon in your car? You need to check on it. Is it overheating? His house is full of fruit flies. Oh. Um, anyway, sorry. But sorry. yeah, like, that that is what helped me so much, is knowing I'm being denied something, but it will go away. Like, yeah. this want will go away. Yeah. And so often... I will get to that thir- that 60 day mark and don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last one, I never want to talk to again. <laughs> and it was just so it's, I, I'm very oh, yeah, good I talk, at, I talked to you when you were kind of like in the thick oh of my God. Where like it was, dealing with where that. It was, and I think it brought up the 60 day thing. Yes. For sure. And also just listing every horrible thing about him. And I remember you being like, he sounds awesome. You should get back together with him. <laughs> He's, clearly a cool guy but yeah where I was just crazy and just like needed that supply back yeah. you know yeah and it, it yeah it's the 60 days is is everything it is so funny that you know falling in and out of love is one of the most if not the most shared human experience yeah and it does affect our brains so much that in that state like it does it does make us yes. not ourselves and crazy and do things that we aren't supposed to do and yet we don't we don't really have that much shared language for yeah. how you feel totally and um it is again it's Aaron it's just happened to me so many times I've just been dumped so many times but how I, how what is your do you are you you're more more dumped than well because I, I think the thing that I became aware of because I only started therapy after most recent breakup mm. um was that I always I exit the relationship and wait for them to break up with me where it's right. just like I am no longer participating in this gotcha that and makes then, sense with like the 
yeah l- with the lurking <laughs> yes <laughs> just like hey i'm a real creep but i'm just gonna lurk over here and then in a breakup like yes. i'm just gonna because sit on the floor in the yeah. corner and like maybe you'll maybe you'll say something yeah about it maybe it'll make you mad i mean so th- so that's my move is i'm not happy here but i'm gonna make you do it and then i get to act wounded like i'm still the victim right. interesting which is not something i was aware of until recently but it's mm-hmm. across the board where it's just like i am no longer in this relationship i am either being a monster or yeah. with the last one i moved away <laughs> and then continued <laughs> to date him like uh it's just that is interesting i feel like i have dated the male version of you Oh sure, because I am always I'm always the one that's doing the breaking up. Yeah, uh, it's the more mature thing, I think. Like I, uh, maybe, I, well, I don't know. I yes, but also who knows? I mean, like there's the it's right. All, all breakups are so complicated, and that like there's truly is no. It's very it's very funny how like as as like peers we say like oh no they broke up with you right it's like there could have been a huge insane oh my dance God. you don't know yes <laughs> what is going on you just have no idea what yeah and very rarely is it actually the fault of anyone usually right. there's a it's lot the... of it's everybody's fault yes. sometimes it's not but yeah but even i mean you take your like your black and white cases of he cheated on me and it's exactly. like there's still I mean that's yeah but even yeah. in that like there's still reasons like there was a breakdown in communicate I'm not like saying that you know it sucks oh, no, to I, cheat on someone but like <laughs> yes. yeah there's always yeah two sides yes. and we talked I about think, this very recently we both listened to Savage Love yeah right? we do yeah yeah, yeah. ooh girl <laughs> I got that, that that what is it it's not is it mega what's the I pay me- for it <laughs> <laughs> oh you do I haven't like I uh I, I, I will listen to it. I will binge listen to that podcast and then I will stop listening to it yeah. for a little while for whatever reason because I'm listening to other podcasts. Totally. But yeah, I'm yet to. I, I should. I really should pay for it. But I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> I'm going to pay for my sex advice. Um, <laughs> I will say it, you're usually only, I feel like the only extra thing you get maybe one or two more questions that aren't extra juicy or anything. Right. And you get it like an expert, which sometimes I want to hear and sometimes I don't. Yeah. So it's, it's pure. I love that laziness. we're talking about. I know that we're talking Another about this podcast. podcast. But I do. I mean, he's very, he is, is very influential and, in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think that he's perfect. I don't agree no. with everything he says. Totally. But I, yeah. W- like being gay. Ugh. Ew. Gross. Two Love dicks. is between a man and a woman. <laughs> I bet his podcast is so big that I bet there is somebody who listens to it who is homophobic. Yes. And but like it's just super like, homophobic, like openly homophobic. Totally. <laughs> it's just, Where it's like, well, but he does have great advice about, you know, pie fetishes. <laughs> pie fetishes. <laughs> uh, well, one of the, like the two huge things that I always think of from his podcast is how important the physical aspect of a relationship yes. is and don't apologize for that yeah for sure. yeah because then because i've been in relationships where i like kind of wrote away it not being important yes thought it wasn't important and and then also the the cheating stuff like i've i've only been in one relationship where that was like that was a factor and that came yeah. up and i was and it, and it happened the other person is the one who had like the the it's it's same not, with me. 
Yeah. Mine was, it was, it's more of a tip of the hat to how aggressively he cheated on me. It's like, <laughs> you put so much work into this. Same with mine. Where it's yeah, like, it's this funny. seems like it was <laughs> difficult. And I loved you. Yeah. And was yeah. willing to be here for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sort of stuff where it's like, oh, maybe you're a psychopath. Not because you want to get laid, but like. The, the how you need to feel hurtful yeah, it was yeah. yeah 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 no for sure but yeah he I think does try to diminish cheating and I'm not saying that it's not painful and awful but I think a lot of times like totally. with mine he was a he was a severely sad and broken person yeah and continues to be mm. and that's kind of you know a nice thing to yeah. be like oh you're still <laughs> sad and right, doing the yeah. same thing and I just now know how to spot people like you like all you did was give me a gift in a way and that was syphilis (laughs) was it no (laughs) (laughs) I yeah but it's it's helped me in the way that I like talk about other relationships because I I feel like we, we we too quickly throw like fall into the trap of Oh, well, they cheated. Right. You know, like we, you don't know. Right. Like maybe the other person was, was violent. You don't know. You don't know anything that's happening. It shouldn't be. Everything is, we shouldn't look at relationships as like, like horse races. Totally. Uh, It really (laughs) is just the math of two people, you know? I mean, I think there are, there are times uh, where one person is clearly at fault or a bad person. (laughs) Um, But yeah, for the most part, it's just like. And I, I think that's something that I've really struggled to come to terms with is mm. the like the business aspect of a relationship of this is we are a partnership and it it might just not work fundamentally. And to me, yeah, that always yeah, just feels yeah. like such blatant rejection of me instead of this doesn't work. These two people do not work together. That's the thing that's. Right. So like when yeah. there's a problem in a relationship, you take it personally as you not doing right. the right thing. Yeah. Mm. Like is that and that is that why you like wait for them to break up with you? Yeah. Like, mm. Well, and also just I think just in general my 20s was just not being aware of not that I'm great now, but like I'm at <laughs> least working on it, but yeah. Just not being aware of being unhappy or right, yeah. like what I don't want or why I'm feeling the way I am. Just just yeah. me really running around not knowing what's going <laughs> on. I, I, I think that's everyone. I mean, yeah. there, I think there are probably a few super special people who have like great super yeah. relationship intelligence naturally maybe yeah but, but i think for the most part we're all especially in our hang on oh what giant plane is flying by oh it's a big helicopter big old helicopter silver old lake helicopter 24 7 <laughs> helicopters just flying by don't know what they're doing i wonder how many fx showrunners are seeing that same oh, sure. hel- helicopter <laughs> this very moment yeah so many <laughs> um oh, i was gonna say that uh, emotional intelligence, yes, growing, <laughs> um, learning. There's something I wanted to ask just, you. Um, yeah, just I, I it, it, it there is something so cruel about everyone in their 20s running around not knowing that they don't know what's going on, <laughs> yeah, 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 and not knowing what they really like, and also not knowing why 
I mean, we may never learn why we're doing right anything, but we each had like a different relationship that was modeled for us. Yes. What what are you, what was your parents? My deal? parents um, kind of quietly hated each other until okay. I was like. 12 or 13 and then they politely divorced gotcha. um and then we're just kind of okay with each other and like was it was it not a surprise when they got no divorced? not at all like they um and I'm, I'm an only child which i i do just think automatically makes me a weird person <laughs> 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 but i do remember them um sitting me down to tell me and just saying yeah like this makes sense it doesn't Right, yeah. Like, I don't I don't remember ever seeing them kiss each other or... Were they staying re- together for you? I think so. And also, I think my mom is the kind of person who can't accept defeat, you know, and doesn't doesn't like how it looks that right. she's divorced. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my dad... I, I am definitely take after my dad. I think my dad was just sort of like, whatever she wants I don't like was right. just sort of along for the ride yeah but I think yeah. it checked out a long time ago mm. so um yeah th- but it, it did, wasn't scarring was fine um and just felt like of course you are you yeah. also all of my friends parents are divorced like it didn't mm. feel weird gotcha. you know it just made sense. And yeah, I was yeah. real focused on two Christmases. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> so. <laughs> I just remember yeah, did it like, seem like kind of sexy or romantic having divorced parents? <laughs> um, no, it just, it just, I, it definitely did not surprise me in any way, mm. you know, or, or I just really the only time I was sad about it. I'm much, much closer to my dad than my mom. And he had me like their first weekend apart Mm. and him dropping me off. I remember being hard. But other than that, like, yeah, you guys don't like each other. Right. Yeah. And I guess that does kind of remind me. I remember getting dumped by this guy where he said the words, you don't like me. Mm. You do not like me. Right. And me not understanding why that was a problem. (laughs) Like why? I tolerate you. I'm here. <laughs> I, I don't. What is the problem? Stabbed you. Which is it was one right. completely true. Like Do you I feel didn't. like that your parents' relationship really affects the way that you approach relationships, or like your mom's approach to I don't, love and relationships. I think if anything, it just sort of I'm trying to think. These are all great questions. I can't believe I'm not paying you for this. <laughs> <laughs> These are questions my therapist should be asking me. Um, I can't believe you didn't know that you are paying me for this. <laughs> oh, God. What? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> um, uh, you, I think if anything, I think it ties in a little bit to that me not knowing how to tell someone that I like them or something. Like, mm. I just think in general, romantic relationships are a mystery to me. Right. Like, Does it Im- like when you really like somebody, how do you express? Well, how I try you to like break them? up with them. That's what I do now. <laughs> the one, like uh, the guy I'm dating right now, I am absolutely crazy about. It's still very early, but like, mm-hmm. um, how do you think you show him that you like him? 
Uh, God, what that's a your love language. What if I'm like, I suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's that would be fine. I mean, that's like touch. Like that's fine. <laughs> um, I've had a lot of rosé. No. Uh, um, he, more than anyone else I've dated, I feel very close to, and this is so sad, but like, um, genuinely like, mm. which is. Like, like on a as a friend? like as a as a person like as a person like the first night I slept over we I feel like this is a a thing that I didn't think was real but we just stayed up all night talking and then was like oh shit the sun's coming up we should fuck because <laughs> I have to leave yeah um, and you're like independent comedies are a little <laughs> bit more authentic than yeah I they we're, were like oh dang this happens yeah. Um, so I think in that way I I can't hide that I just like have heart eyes for him and yeah, you know yeah. like but I I if if there's um I will uh in the 3 months that we've been dating about every month I'm like this isn't working for an insane reason that I came up with in my brain right and and then try to break up with him and then he's like okay and then I'm like no Wait. So, um, <laughs> do you, where do you think that comes from? I think that comes from m- being out of a very bad, emotionally abusive relationship mm. that I was in for almost three years, and not. I. It sounds nuts, but like not realizing that I was or not like that doesn't sound nuts at all (laughs) like not realizing how unhappy I was so now just wanting to be on top of it but Mm. but like over correcting yeah and like genuinely I called him to break up with him once this Mm. one with at like three in the morning um because he I figured out someone he had dated a year previous to me. Like that was the, in my, I was like, I know who that was, which is insane. (laughs) And you took it personally as an, as if he was like hiding something from you? I don't even think hiding just like, well, now I know who it is. And right, right, right. It doesn't make any sense. But in my head, I was like, well, I can somehow, if I'm left alone with a thought, I can turn it into anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in that it was like, well, I figured I figured out your secret, even though I'm sure he would have just told me. Right. It was yeah. insane. No, I, I, I understand that completely. <laughs> I, I feel like I've done that uh, a few times in my right current relationship. It reminds me of uh, when I was in the fifth grade, <laughs> I've always, I've always been very into Especially when I was in middle school, I was obsessed with exotic birds. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Naturally. Obviously. Yeah. And I had, um, I had like a real life Bell and Beauty Beauty and the Beast moment with the exotic bird manual at the library where Mm -hmm. they were like, you've had it so many times. (laughs) Keep it. And I was so excited. Also, like I, I share, I have a feeling that your mom and my mom kind of similar and that my mom was very concerned with appearances yes. and was, was like a little 
sometimes when I act cold, I, I think like, I think, I feel like I'm acting like my mom. Yes. A my bit own, yes. Was very moments. cold and concerned. Yes. yes exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does this look? Right. Uh, and like when I got that exotic bird book, my mom, <laughs> like I brought it into the car and I was so excited about it. I was like, they gave it to me. And my mom said, give it back to them. It belongs to the city, Erin. <laughs> the city. And I said, no, no. Library and more. She said that I was allowed to have it, that I've had it so many times and I'm allowed to have it. It's, it's And she said, just go in and ask them. Make sure. Yes. Because I don't want this... I don't want that. I think she was worried that they thought I, we were, we're poor. poor. Yes, <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. I, I think a concern that my mom like vocalized. <laughs> yeah. Just like, how does this look? This Yes. We didn't have a satellite TV because my mom thought it looked. <gasps> oh, no. And <laughs> Harv. Oh, that's very funny. Harvey has pulled off the... <laughs> this is going to be your most like difficult editing episode. <laughs> No, maybe I will just fully not edit it. Just um, be like, sorry. Yeah. There's uh, a small, <laughs> stupid dog that just kept... Such a sweet dog, though. Um, uh, so, yeah. So my mom... Oh, I was going to say my mom didn't want us to have a satellite dish because she thought it, it looked, looked low class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, we were a military family and had no money. But my mom was Right. Still, like, it's like, we have to look a certain... My mom yeah. loved to go look at open houses. Mm. She my loved, mom as well. Yes, just loved like sterile, yeah. like set house. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, we had a sitting Do room we that we could sit in. Same mom, maybe. <laughs> she my mom lives. died when I was in high school, so maybe she just stopped living yeah, our like, life, and she was like, "It's too much to have two. <laughs> Choose the Augusta house." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but yeah, so exotic birds, very into exotic birds. And my we moved around a lot. And so we weren't allowed to have pets. And also like a bird is... Also, did your mom want pets? I bet she didn't because <laughs> no. mine sure didn't. No, no. I mean, we had we had a... We did have a dog. Uh, because, yeah, we begged so much for a dog and we got, we got a dog. But I was still very into birds. And it didn't occur to me that you could even own a bird. And then my, yeah. my best friend because of my love of birds she her mom was like oh I'll get you a bird so she had a bird and that right. was heartbreaking for me um <laughs> it was oh uh it's too much to think about but anyway yeah. I I eventually got this is all to say I eventually had a bird uh I got a love bird named Figaro you just got one don't they well, need two what but if they have if there's one there's part of the story if there's one they will bond with you okay but you have right. to be like super there for them how old are you at this point I am 11 isn't that just you're like yes be <laughs> obsessed with me yes <laughs> and I was really there yeah like I redecorated my room like and my mom helped me do this actually we yeah. cha- we made it look like a jungle and got like all this <laughs> fake ivy and everything mm-hmm. and I framed pictures of like lions and tigers which is not the right. <laughs> like predators yeah also from Africa yes, and you're from South America <laughs> doesn't matter um, I was I was obsessed with Figaro and like trained him and he would take showers with me oh that my was like gosh. a thing and I I loved this bird so much yeah and I also loved my dog, who was a cocker spaniel. But I, I had a cocker spaniel. Really? Yes. What color? He was tan. Okay, ours was black. Oh, okay. Lucky. 
Ours was named Max. Okay. And he did not care for me. <laughs> he was completely my dad's dog. And Aww. I, again, was just a creep in the corner like, let me pet you. I love your ears. <laughs> I love your, your soft, floppy soft ears. Um, yeah, figure out my... Because I left, I left the door open every day when I would go to school. So Figaro could just, like fly around my room yeah and I I didn't close the door all the way and I came home and I was coming home alone my mom wasn't there uh to my dog running out of my room and then Figaro flopping on the floor kind of wet because my dog had which is a cocker spaniel which is a bird hunting hunting dog dog. yeah yeah had picked up Figaro in his mouth (laughs) and kind of like tossed him around yeah and Hadn't killed him, but ha- and clearly knew that this was the wrong thing to do, <laughs> but had had injured Figaro, and I picked up Figaro and was running up and down my street, screaming yeah. like, "My bird needs help! My bird needs help!" <laughs> no. Like, oh no! Screaming. And a neighbor, a neighbor. Oh god, my mic cord. My a, a neighbor came out and picked me up and took me and Figaro to the vet. Yeah, and my mom met me there. And we dropped Figaro off at the vet. And then I spent all night praying to God and making so many deals. And then in the morning, my mom brought me to the vet and she asked me to wait in the car. Found out later, like she knew that Figaro had died in the night. She came out with this. (laughs) She came out with a bag full of feathers. What? (laughs) Like the vet had. We plucked him. Because because he was a lovebird and had beautiful feathers. He was a peach-faced lovebird they had just plucked his prettiest feathers and put them in a Ziploc bag. Oh my so gosh. in like, I was waiting I, to see if my bird was alive. And my mom just came in and handed me this, this Ziploc bag oh my God. full of feathers and told me that he didn't make it. Uh, and it was, it was very upsetting. And I really did not like that. They gave me the feathers. Yeah. I really was like, I do not, want the feathers right <laughs> if your I'd mom dies they in a were... car accident you don't want her hair no <laughs> like, um is it... well I have a similar story because our moms are the same mm-hmm. um also well my f- question first is did she comfort you did you feel comforted by her in that um or was I... she just like what is this emotion you're feeling <laughs> that's what mine did I I don't I don't remember like my right my, I think my mom was very my mom was very tender with my brother. Yeah. And I think had an easier time with him. Yeah. Because she was very girly and I just wasn't that. And that was very frustrating yes, for my mom. That was, oh, so God I can't, damn it. We're the same fucking person. <laughs> That's really funny. We have to destroy each other, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't, I can't remember. But the whole end to that story is like after that, my parents bought me they got me another lovebird and they yeah. built a big cage, but I wasn't ready for right. one bird. I wasn't ready for that bond again. Right. So I asked for a pair of lovebirds. Yeah. And so I got a pair of lovebirds and they bonded with each other. And, oh no, but first I got one lovebird and the lovebird was sitting on the ground, like sitting on the bottom of the cage, which is a sign of illness. Mm-hmm. But it was just sitting at the bottom of the cage because it was very young. And I freaked out and I had it returned to the store because I was too yeah, you scared ready. that it was yeah. going to, like something bad was going to happen. And then after that, I decided to get the two. And they bonded with each other and not with me. And it was just kind of... Just these two roommates. Yeah. Ricky yeah. and Lucy. Ricky. Fuck. 
God. Fuck faces. Yeah. <laughs> Two assholes living in my house. Yeah. Um, I had a hamster at that I got at like six or something named um, Fluffy. Again, uh, I was six. So it's <laughs> sure. not, don't judge the name. But when he died, my dad and I were out of town for some reason we i his family's from st louis i don't know if we were like visiting but when we got back my mom broke the the news very casually All right just like fluffy died and he's uh. in the freezer and it was uh. just like because we have, i am not just saying this to say this yeah we're the However, same person I'm yes my hamster snickers yeah died when i was at like camp or something yes and my mom had put him in the freezer yes where it's like and well you're like, gonna what? want this yeah like something. what what am i meant to do right <laughs> and 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 i i guess it is just a lose-lose because if she had just thrown him away i would have been upset about that as well but something yeah. about him being in the freezer yeah really bothered yeah because it feels inhumane it's yes. this thing that you loved and your mom is treating it yeah like for all I know, she just put like, it in there fully alive. Which is <laughs> <laughs> something I've considered. <laughs> so like, I don't like, want to deal tired with these little wood shavings everywhere. <laughs> he will fall asleep. He will fall asleep. It's a. It seems like a perfectly fine death for a hamster. I do wonder, with Snickers and maybe also with Fluffy, <laughs> <laughs> because my mom not not like a bit like my mom I, like took care of things and took care of the dog this makes it sound like she didn't ca- take care of anything right but I do wonder if maybe she forgot to feed Snickers same yeah or Absolutely. give him water that's probably yes. why he, like just not pre- totally it, his cage was in my room yes and yeah. she it is um, very weird timing for, I know. for a hamster like, to oh, die when her mom yeah <laughs> Huh. He was fine huh. when I left. Um, also, and you never had a relationship yeah. with him, and you always called him a her. That was made me <laughs> that's, that's, so is, mad. I'm gonna throw my wine bottle. Yes, this of is, course, it's the yes. same person. Yes, Snickers was a boy, and she always called Snickers a girl. And yes. I was like, no, Snickers is a boy. <laughs> Just so aggressively indifferent <laughs> to things that I cared about. Like he is a boy. Why? It's the same damn person. So you gotta hold up really pictures funny. at the same time of our moms. Um, uh, but yes, so that is like your mom alive? Yes, oh, but okay. we're not. So that oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, we're just yeah, we're not tight at all. And by not tight at all, I mean I haven't spoken to her in several years. Really? Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I always, uh, be, because my mom died when I was 17, and it really does sound like our moms were the same. Yeah. I always, I cannot picture what our relationship would be like right. now. And I wonder if maybe it would be the same. Like, maybe there would be, what 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 instigated not talking? You know, um, it's very sad. <laughs> uh, my grandmother died, and I wrote a piece about, like, her dying, and it was just this... Uh, so she was on like life support but they took her off of it so it was just waiting for her to go and so you know for a lot of the night it was these three generations of women that didn't know how to talk to each other because my mom has a similar relationship with her mom Mm -hmm. that I have with her so I wrote this piece for the Atlantic about it and she hated it because it puts our relationship in a bad light it's not like she's the perfect mom Right. So she like And she had like her driving force is yes, like, is how like does, how appearance. do I look? Is, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. so she 
got into a fight with me at the funeral about it. And that was just sort of oh. my, like, I'm out. Like, I... Yeah. How, how old are you? You said several um, years. So. Yeah. When did she go? It's probably been, like, four years, four or five years. It was definitely before I moved to New York. So... Yeah. It's been a while. So it was, like, it was definitely a... We're still Facebook friends, though. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. But I... Was it just like I can't like this relationship yeah. is not and it wasn't benefiting it, me and yeah and it wasn't like the first time that we had of taken course not. Yeah, yeah like yeah. where we had not spoken for a significant period of time it's just it's does your parents not being together because um, I, I guess if your parents were married you'd probably stick it out because right. you're close to your dad because I'm very yes because that and that's the thing is I have one very loving caring parent and one who's very cold and I was never like good enough for do you guys you know? talk about your mom at all not a ton I think since I've gotten he was very good when I was younger about you know not taking sides right um you guys don't have a relationship where you bond over not getting on with your mom right no and and he was that great sounds, about that, seems that. Nice. yes and <laughs> <laughs> seems oh did yeah um I didn't I didn't have that my parents were together they I were just, together I'm just I don't know. Yes. I mean, there are so many Projection. people where it's like there's a divorce and then they try to push each other against each other. Right. Um, yeah. He was not like that at all. He, I feel like he and I both uh, talk a lot in like baby terms of like he was, <laughs> this person was not very nice to me. So I think mm. that's like what he says about her the most was like right. she was not very nice to me. It was not like yeah fun. Did she reach out to you? She. Um, it's funny. I. And did you say I? I just don't want to talk to you anymore. It just happened. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So there was uh, there was a very clear falling out, mm. and then yeah, she has reached out a couple of times, and I've just uh, not been ready for it. It was funny when I lived in New York, I posted some picture. We hadn't spoken in, at that point, at least a year. Mm. And I just remember commenting on the picture, like, you have your grandfather's forehead. Like, that was our first contact. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know what yeah. to do with this. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, she has... Um, uh, Does she have any other kids? No, I'm it. But she mm. remarried and they have, and he has a bunch of kids that she's mm. very involved in with, like, that are adults. Mm. Like, I think she'd be a very good aunt or grandmother, but right, right, right. one-on-one, 24-7, not great. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you yeah. How do you think your relationship with your mom has affected your relationship with women in general? Um, You know, I think I have such a I think that has never been the problem like I feel like as far as friends go I for the most part have the same friends or if I like add I feel like I'm making smart choices and right, right. I feel like I have a very close group of female friends that I really love so I don't think in that I think more in relationships mm. I will accept more shit because she thought I sucked. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's where more where I see her. Yeah. Then, but like female friends, I got the best ones. They're great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm the same. I can look back to a couple relationships I've had where I think I was like trying to date my mom almost. I mean, which is which seems so. I mean, the the trope is always like, oh, daddy's go- going after it. What's your <laughs> dad like? Your What's dad? <laughs> gonna date a for me it would be just a quiet nerd. Yeah, mine would be like a nice man, yes. like a nice and preacher. That has never like been <laughs> that has never been what I've gone for. Yeah, I have truly. I think I, I dated one guy who was kind of similar to my dad yeah. at, at first, but like, but but not actually. Um, more more so I I feel like I'm trying to recreate the trauma of my relationship with my mom yes and I, I feel like like your relationship with your mom for men and women is for the like the way that we are brought up and for how you know gender roles are are changing but mm-hmm. your mom is supposed to be kind of everything and then your dad's supposed to be like this fun guest yes. star you yes know? <laughs> what's so, up yeah it's here yeah <laughs> so for it sure makes, it makes a lot more oh, sense boy. for men and women to be like he's protecting us <laughs> it's so sweet he's uh, gonna fight off some something huge a thing uh my boyfriend told me and and continues to say but i told me drunk once was just like your dog's great but he's got a tiny mouth and a little bitch bark <laughs> like, it's true he does that may i don't think this is the case but that makes it sound like your boyfriend's kind of jealous of yeah, <laughs> your dog like, is like a little threatened like yeah i'm like, drunk enough to say like hey fyi like uh, i'm not really comfortable your dog. <laughs> yeah uh i'm a person i can drive a car i have a bank account there's a lot of things i'm gonna I'm live better. a lot longer yes than your dog he's gonna die in like seven years um <laughs> Oh. No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, longer, uh, longer. But yes, that would yeah. be great. I would love that. <laughs> I would love for him to be jealous of anything other than just being like, I'm the best and everything's fine. Yeah. Because yeah. he is normal and I'm not. Um, but yeah. Do you feel like if, if you feel that way, like you're like, I, I feel that way a lot from time to time and like in the relationship. I am now and I feel like my partner is very patient with me yeah. and we kind of not literally the breakup every month. Yeah. Like, the, but it's more so just him calmly being like, no, this is coming from yeah nowhere. R- well, but he very much is conscious of my like background and previous yes. relationship and everything. And yeah, so, well that was you know. like, um, when he and I started dating, it was, it became very clear to me that I was going to have to talk about, like, the fact that I was coming off of a, a very unhealthy, mm. bad relationship. And, um, did you think for a second you could kind of get away with not talking about it? No, I mean, it is a weird thing because you don't want to talk too much about your right last relationships with your new partner. Right. But also you kind of have to because it, it's a big deal. Like when you're an For adult, sure. like it, in adult relationships, like a lot happens. And yeah. And I think also to explain away, like not to explain away, but to be like, <laughs> I'm not coming. At, I'm yeah. not coming in here a hundred percent. Like I'm right. not. And he also just sort of, I, I, he was not planned and was a little too early. Like I, this probably, sounds like you're talking about, <laughs> pregnancy. Yes, I exactly. am pregnant with my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, but you know, he wasn't. I mean, this is just what everyone said. Like he, j- I wasn't yeah, looking yeah, for him. Yeah, but yeah. um, 
you know, I came from a relationship where, you know, holes were punched and I was called mm -hmm. names and mm -hmm. screamed at. So, like, that wasn't something that I was going to be able to not talk about. Yeah. And it is very strange to go into a, a relationship with someone who is nice to you, mm -hmm. which is such a sad thing to say, but it doesn't feel normal to me. I mean, right. it's I, it's starting to, yeah, and yeah. that is starting to feel. In, I mean, the further away I get from it, the crazier it seems. But like, that was normal to me yeah. for almost three years. Well, it's hard. Like, if you were in a relationship that is emotionally abusive, and you're staying at, like, looking back on it, the math is well, I chose that. Yes. So do I want that? Right. But no, I don't. And the shame, no. the shame of that. Is, well, yeah. And yeah. like, I, there was a very clear moment about like a year in where I started participating, like I started yelling back. And mm -hmm. then there's so much shame also wrapped up in that where it's like, well, is this, I'm doing this. Like, I'm a part of this as well. Like, this isn't, even though I never initiated a fight, I never mm -hmm. like called names or broke anything. Um, Right, like you but that feel doesn't, that doesn't dirty make it, and like, part of it, you of know. Of course, yeah, I re I relate <laughs> exactly to that. Yes, yeah. So, like, so but there that's was... but that's just like trying to hang. I think right. And we're both in relationships now where you don't do that, so you know it's not yes. you. Like you were just trying to hang and survive in that right. situation. But still, I I one hundred percent relate to like the shame and guilt that comes from right. and, that and like I'm and so I mean, many people do I think most yes I want to say most people that's based on absolutely nothing I've I just, yeah we both know people who have like exited that relationship and you don't think of those people as like weak or bad people. yeah and I just remember like having to tell people like yeah. that we broke up and how bad it was and how surprised everyone was because yeah. we were so great at a party right and appearances appearances I mean so oh. important because when <laughs> yeah and like yeah. we were great at that stuff yeah and even but then the longer the relationship went on the more I even resented that because mm. it was like why can't you why can't we just be this yeah why does yeah. it have to be awful mm. so it is weird to go from something that where you feel such highs and lows like because I felt such love for him when we would make up or mm -hmm. and there was even this fucked up idea of look how much we love each other because he can call me a cunt and punch a wall of, a foot away from my head mm -hmm. but then we can get over it yeah, and we're yeah. just like back to like we can we can deal with it um yeah. So it does feel strange to just go to dinner with someone and have a nice time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's the stuff that I'm wrestling with. And a like, when's the other shoe going to drop? Yes. Or, yeah. yes. Like yeah, we yeah. went on, we did our first like little vacation, like little mm -hmm. trip. Mm -hmm. And that was always in my last relationship of, of thing, like that Friendship was bad, happened. bad fights. Yeah. And yeah. like getting kicked out of hotel bad fights Oy. um so it was just a lot of me waiting for that shoe to drop and it's like oh of course it's not because he doesn't scream at me he doesn't right, like yeah. yeah 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 so 
Um, but it's yeah. it makes total like AP biology scientific method sense yes. to be like, well, the last time I was in this situation, this is how right this happened, and I let this happen. So I'm because obviously you feel responsible and yes. are like, well, me plus man equals this <laughs> right. and I let this happen so this will be a yeah totally yeah um yeah so I mean he's very aware of all of that stuff but that also doesn't mean that he has been like he hasn't been through it he doesn't completely know so I'll do something fucking weird <laughs> like call him at three in the morning to break up because he dated people before me. Um, and he's just got to kind of navigate. That. Yeah. And I'm yeah, yeah. like, I feel like I'm, I know what I'm, I'm trying to push away somebody that I care about because I don't want him to hurt. Like I can say that and know that. Yeah. But and I also because you don't. don't trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, what happens? I let this thing happen and I, yes. Looking what back on it is only again? when I realize how dark it was right because yeah. I was completely in it and didn't I thought I was gonna marry that guy I yeah. fully thought yeah. like we're gonna be together forever and bring horrible little children into the world <laughs> and scream in front of them like I fully thought that was my life mm -hmm. oh boy <laughs> uh, my dog <laughs> anyone listening to this so much purpose my dog is just doing insane laughs around my, do my dog is like six or seven so he's not like hyper but <laughs> like a once or twice a week he has a real burst <laughs> and he just had it and now he's probably gonna go to sleep <laughs> so you couldn't see that but he, Aaron and I just saw him running back and forth like a uh, lunatic. Yeah, yeah. Just being like, all right, you're done talking about this. <laughs> do you have any, do you have any like parting, parting thoughts? Oh, oh we've man. Covered, covered so much. Ugh, what are my parting thoughts? <laughs> I, you know what? I think, I think the thing that I've really had to come to terms with one in, in my last breakup, like feeling so confused about being sad about someone that I knew was bad for me. Mm. I think confused in that yeah, I know this like, is bad for me and why do yeah, I I'm want the bad thing yeah I'm like glad this is done I think just a, just be nice to yourself and forgiving <laughs> like that yeah. I which I still don't do but I was gonna say earlier when we were talking about like the greatest blunders in a relationship and I think truly operationally the greatest blunder one person can do in a relationship is not taking care of themselves yes like in all the ways that that means taking care just, of yourself, yeah. like take care of yourself. And that is the most, yeah. most important thing. Just because yeah. other people can't do it for you totally. and you will not be a good partner and you will not enjoy anything that you're yeah. participating in. Like the idea of emotionally checking in with myself was mm, yeah. insane <laughs> a year ago. Like, what are you talking? I'm fine. I want to point out. <laughs> I'm like, fine. You're, you're sitting in a wet spot and now it looks like well, both of us are. I know. We both are. I know. We're sitting We've in just, What does that say about us? You know what this we is? We chose the wet spot. No, you know what? Because it rained last night and I love that neither of us said anything anything no, so we're like, sitting outside it rained last night my outside couch cushions just hold all water for like a month no, it fully so we've like just quietly and I'm like just trust yourself <laughs> and I'm sitting in my own piss it's I am fully, also yeah why are I know, we sitting we, in the wet and we were, the well it's because it's all, any of this we would have had okay. wet spots okay if okay. we'd sat there but I do love that we both <laughs> quietly sat here for an hour with our wet butts just because like, we're the same person <laughs> 
And it's been a nice conversation. "Mm -hmm." It was such a nice conversation. (laughs) But yeah, trust yourself (laughs) and piss yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Well, thank you so much. Oh my God, of course. I hope you enjoyed that rosé chat with Miss Allison Augusti. Allison is especially funny on Twitter. I don't always plug people's Twitters because everybody has a Twitter and you can look them up, but I promise you will not regret following Allison Augusti on Twitter because she has some of the, the most fun and funny uh, and, and resonant tweets ever. So check her out. Uh, Also, if you would like to show your support for this podcast, if you have started listening now, or if you've listened in the past, um, you can now do that, which is really exciting. I have started a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron McGathy. And if you subscribe for $5 a month, you get a bonus episode every week. This week is the first week of the bonus episodes. It's terrible advice with Dave Horowitz. Uh, and uh, yeah, check it out. Lastly, a gift for you all. Uh, a couple weekends ago, I went to a festival here in Ireland called the Body and Soul Festival. And I saw this excellent band called Mongoose. And I don't I don't typically, I'm not usually so, so moved by a band that I've never seen, but they were so, so great. And I was just entranced by them. And they're, they're, they're four women and they're, they all just have this really powerful, super rad energy. And I, and I, um, afterwards I, I very sheepishly asked if I could use their song on the podcast and, and tell you about them because they're amazing and cool and sexy and Irish. And they're called Mongoose. Mongoose. And they also happen to have a new single that came out this week called Old Friend. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes. But I'm going to play you a song that I heard them play at the festival called Doing Things Wrong. So here is Mongoose with their song Doing Things Wrong. Be brave, be kind. This is not part of the song title. This is something I say at the end of the podcast in case you haven't heard the podcast before. Sorry, I'm a little I'm a little punchy and <laughs> have not slept. Uh, I'm going to sign off and then I'm going to say, take it away to Mongoose. Here it goes. Be brave, be kind, McGath attack. Here's Mongoose with their song, Doing Things Wrong. But I don't know how to do things right I'm a sight for sore eyes Hum drum drumming away Won't sink but can't rise Sleeping while I'm wide awake My thoughts they would offend you If you could see into my mind i
brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on Ad Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific.